Hello, everybody. It's Oland here. And we've got a very special episode of It's Not That Deep today. For episode eight, me and Martin will be watching Star Wars The Force Awakens, Star Wars The Last Jedi, and Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker, all back to back at our local cinema, despite the awful weather we are having today. I've just finished work and I'm on the way to go and pick Martin up so we can begin this absolutely ludicrous sequence of films. I am here. With the Star Wars Triple Bill. How are you doing? Fine, let's go. We're Woo! late. <laughs> and here we are, ready here to go are. in. And we're so late. Round one. We're so late. The Force Awake. That's right. We are rather late. We'd best go. just got out of the force awakens and we're First one out. just talking about how we're just pondering whether <laughs> right plastic straws are gone and paper straws are now in our, in our local cinema but the problem is is that they disintegrate in a beverage throughout the film so people end up using two straws so he's using two uh cardboard straws as bad as using one plastic straw. You might even use three straws. I just don't think the perfect sipping instrument has been found yet. Why are we on that? <laughs> I don't know, it's something we need to work out, Martin. We are um, to some weird shit. What did you think of The Force Awakens? Same shit, different day. <laughs> That's the first time I've seen it since it came out. What? Yeah, I've not been to, I've not like watched it on DVD or at home. Have you not? No, that's the first time I've seen it since it came out. That's why, this is a big deal for me. <laughs> Have you seen the next one? No, not since we went to see it. Okay. So, so we've since it came out. So you've seen it once before this time? Yeah, when yeah. it came out. Yeah, okay. Um, I really enjoyed The Force Awakens. It nearly brought me to tears. It's got oh. heart in that film. Why? Well, it's like Han Solo. Oh, going into this, the big Star Wars triple bill, I've been thinking about, like, how this is the end of the Skywalker saga. 
After this, they're going to do Star Wars films that aren't about the characters that we've come to know and love in Star Wars. They're going to make films about like the expanded universe and stuff yeah. like that. So like this, if they do, well, they will. That's like, you think so? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so it's kind of it's a bittersweet moment tonight because we're. We get to see this new film, but it's mm -hmm. it's the end of this thing that's been going on now for like 50 years. That's right. It's like, Shit. we're seeing what our parents dreamed of, Mike. <laughs> Your they... parents dreamed Well, I don't... <laughs> My parents aren't in Star Wars, but I mean our parents' generation. Fucking... They were like... A long time ago. Yeah, they were like, oh my God, Darth Vader, who's he? And it was all this big mystery, and now we're watching the end of it. Now we know. We got the Last Jedi in about twenty minutes. We got this. The controversial one. <laughs> Why? Oh, everyone hates it, don't they? I don't. I like love it. the Last Jedi. It's my favourite Star Wars film. <laughs> controversial, right there. It That's is so controversial. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I've not seen it since it came out, so we'll, we'll see what I reckon of it. That's right. Win it to win it. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucked. We're straight in. The Last Jedi. It's good film. Just finished. Good. Jesus film. Christ, we've got one more left. That is the best. We are in the <laughs> triple bill. That is the best Star Wars film. And I can. Well, I haven't seen this one, so I, don't, I can't really judge well, it. Well, no one has yet. Exactly. Mark, for another 28 minutes. No so, one. <laughs> so I can't really judge it. This could take the punch. That film acknowledges a load of stuff. Like, okay, in the original Star Wars films, Han Solo, yeah. like, he's cool and, like, he saves the day. Yeah. He's a bit of a knob, though, isn't he? Like, just a bit of a knob. He's good in old age. Like, in Force Awakens, he's, like, learned from his mistakes and he's all, like, humble about it. But in the originals, he's, like... Princess Leia calls him a scruffy nerf herder. A scruffy nerd herder. Nerf herder. Nerf herder. And he's just a bit cocky. This film addresses that, like Poe, his whole arc, like the whole, like, not everything can be solved by getting in an X-wing and blowing it up. That's like a good lesson for the Star Wars people yeah. to learn. Yeah, fair enough, but still. Still what? I haven't seen this new film, so I can't judge it to be the best. I know, but I'm, we've just seen this one, so I'm just talking about what's good about this one. Fair what's fuck, What I've really enjoyed as well is, like, about... Oh, there was a few different things. Rose, at one point, says, we're not going to change the world by fighting hate. We're going to change the world by saving what we love. Think about, Jesus Christ. Like, you know, we've just had an election. Everyone's fighting against what they hate. We're not thinking about saving what we love. And that's good, good message for the people. For the it's children. And what's, for the, and what's for that, the children. What's that film about? How did it end? It's for the kids. Us lot bickering now about all this crap. We've, we've, <laughs> already, we've already fucked it. Mm. We're already... A little bit. It's the children. But we've got a chance if you want to. If you want to be a Jedi, you got a chance. Do you want to be a Jedi, Mark? No. You want to be on the dark side? No. I want to be in the middle. Peace. 
Yeah, I'm interested to see how this next film deals balance. with that because you're right. It should be balanced, and I'm wondering to see if this film does bring balance or if because there was a point after Kylo had killed Snow and all of that, and he's like extending his hand out to Ray, and he's saying, "Join me." Join me. Forget about all the old stuff. Yeah. Now that kill all the old stuff. Start. Well, he wasn't really stuff. doing that. He like that's an idea he had, but he he did say let's run a new order for the me and you can run a new order for the yeah. galaxy, which kind of sounds like he's rehashing old dark side. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. But the concept of getting rid of all the old shit and having balance between the two sides is something that I agree with and I wonder if like this film's going to address that that's what we need some balance because it's alright being all good it's alright being all bad but if you don't have balance yeah you can't really dictate where you go and this film very much was about like wiping the slate clean burn the Jedi texts you know all of that like it doesn't matter about the old stuff I think that's such a good message because uh, the Yoda bit, that's my favourite bit of that film when he, you know, he just, just spits straight believe, truth. Like, I just can't believe how much power still has, even as a spirit. Well, that's the thing. He's an ascended master, Martin. He is a, like, he's earned that position to be up there, you know? To be fair, I'm, I'm interested to see, it's going a bit off topic, but interested to see the, that Mandalorian series. Yeah, I mean, I think... Because that, that addresses that addresses quite a lot. Like that's meant to be really good. I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, it addresses a lot of issues. Like who the fuck is Yoda, and who the their his race is. I was interested. I was watching that because everything Yoda said on screen in the Last Jedi was like bona fide truth. It was like straight up advice. Mm-hmm. You couldn't like mess with any of them. No, of course not. So it had me thinking, like, is there any part... I've not seen the prequels in ages, and there might be a part where this happens, but is there a part of any Star Wars film where Yoda, like, fucks up? Where Yoda's, like, not no. in control of the situation? Because he just seems innately in control of everything. I don't think there is. I feel, I, I feel like he's so, like, balanced. And, like, mm. there's not... Like, there's not loads of evil or loads of good in him he's just he said there about the religious texts wisdom in there there is but they they're old mm. they're old stories they've been confused and everything <clears throat> so oh very powerful film very powerful film for the young people of the world to be viewing it's filling up in there the people are queuing the star wars fans are out in abundance oh yes they are so we got about and we're ready for it 15 minutes before we go back in so we're gonna Stock back up on food and head back in. <laughs> we check in. In three hours. In three hours. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Oh my god, it's quarter past two in the morning and we just got out of Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah! What did you think? It's great. The best one so far. 
There was a lot of resolution. So there far. was a lot of resolution in that film. There was. There was like they addressed a lot of the nitty gritty good and evil stuff that the last Jedi left open. And I felt it was really nicely tied up by the end. You know what they didn't tie up? What? You know that dude with the long ears. I can't remember his name. <laughs> dude with the long ears. Yeah. He jumpy bloke. Jumpy bloke. Yeah, he sounded weird. I can't remember his name. Oh, you mean the uh, mechanic who did C-3PO's memory? No. Long ears. Yeah, it was in the old three, first three that came out. You know how they came out with four, five, and six. Yeah. It was in them ones. Jar Jar Bing. That's it. They didn't fucking tie him up. They needed to. Oh, Jar Jar Bing's a story. Bro. <laughs> I wonder. You, all you're story. saying there is, I want Jar Jar Binks to be in. That's right, and it wasn't. But it's still the best Star Wars film has come out. So good. Yeah, I mean, God, there's a lot to unpack there. It was a, it, it was a, oh. I mean. It was a story of, like, Ben. Getting... It's two kids yeah. being stuck in the middle of it. That's now, it. isn't it cool how Ray, who has the good blood, Han Solo and Skywalker blood, Ben goes bad, but he's got the good blood. Yeah. Ray has the bad blood, but she goes good. She goes good. And it's yeah. like basically saying it doesn't matter who your parents are, it doesn't matter where you've come from. You, the good is yeah. within. Yeah. The good it. is within you. And so is the bad. It could go both ways. Well, I, yeah, I feel like that story is trying to tell you, like, you can go good, you can go bad, but ultimately you can change how you are, how you view life in the future, other than being you know, cynical or... Well, I see, you know, the... the faith. The, the rebels won. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, 100%. You've got to be good. Yeah. You've got to be good, Mark. Mm-hmm in this world. Yeah, yeah, Follow the light. Of course, yeah, no, no, I get it. But it, it's all saying that, no, like you said, no matter like whether you're bad or good, you can be either bad or good. But being bad will not work long term. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Yeah. And that's all I'm thinking about long term. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to be bad. No one that's why I write these films, you know, telling the kids it was, oh, the message. It, did you cry? No, I didn't. Good. I felt, I felt like you did, and I was like, I'm just going to leave it, because this no, is his moment. I didn't. I get it. The girl next to me cried. Really? Yeah. I didn't feel compelled, you know? It just didn't get me. Force no. Awakens out of all three made me want to cry the most. What, the first one? Yeah. I don't know why. Is it... How is it... You see how much of a game-changer that is? That lightsaber. Well, the one at the end, the mix of uh, red and green. Yellow. Boom. Boom. The, what Alex. gets me is... Alex. What gets me is... Like, <laughs> they show... Um, they show that... Leia had her own lightsaber, and so did Luke. Mm. But in the flashback, Luke's lightsaber was green. 
and then they were both blue. Yeah, it changes. There's a change. There's a reason, yeah, 100%. There's a reason for that. Luke's saber changes from Empire Strike Back to Return of the Jedi. I can't remember why, but it just does. There's a reason for it. Yeah, but... I think it might involve his hand being cut off. Doesn't... Wasn't the lightsaber in The Last Jedi broken? Yeah, in half, but Leia fixes it at the beginning of this film. This shit? Yeah. You were paying attention, Matt. I, I wasn't paying attention. To that little bit? Nah, I wasn't. <laughs> she just gave him the lightsaber, so I thought it was like a new one. Oh, just that's the one. Blurted, blurted out the fucking... line of dialogue that confirmed that it had been fixed. Like, Ray was like, we can't do this at one point, and showed her the two parts of it broke. And then, like, ten minutes later, in our time, local, I think a bit of time passed in the film. She fixes it. Well, she just gives it to Ray and says, we can do it with this, mm-hmm. basically. It's, f- it's such a good film. So we're going to get together and we're going to talk about this and do a, a uh, full episode, but this was the... Uh, this was the fresh take mm-hmm. just after we viewed mm-hmm. fresh take so I'm going to get Martin home now and we're going to do the full thing oh we're going to get this some sleep peace hello Steve and we're back here we are in the studio that's it it's like no time has passed <laughs> but in reality a lot of time has passed a lot it's now January 4th 2020. 2020. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> this Good episode, to see you. This episode spans a whole year. I know. No. We're into a new decade. You've been on holiday. I have. Um, How was that? It was all right. Where'd Just, you go? I, I went to Italy, Rome. Italy? Yeah. To see your family? Yeah, I see my grandma. Um, but I only went for a short bit. Four days. And she did some magic on you? She did. She did uh, this sort of, like, um, emotional... For those of you who don't know, Martin has problems with his eyes, as you can see. So his grandma did a little Dominican magic on him to give him maybe some some healing in the, yeah. new, in the new year. That's it. It was sort of, like, to release, because she's saying that this... Um, eyesight problem that I have is a uh, emotion that needs to be let out. So they need to like sort of release it from my body. But uh, it was quite intuitive. It's quite wow. You think she tapped into something? Maybe. Who knows? We'll see if Martin regains full 2020 vision (laughs) in 2020. That would be incredible. <laughs> That's once-in-a-lifetime opportunity right there. Back to the case in hand, Star yeah. Wars. Star Wars. We've had some time to think about it mm-hmm. after our triple bill extravaganza at the Odeon. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that experience? The sequel trilogy. Oh, it was long. It was long. It was very long. But it was... um, You just got to see how this trilogy started and ended. 
Oh yeah, we did see yeah. oh, this trilogy. We did see the whole like and the, the middle. The, we saw the middle that's of it. it. So, like the whole like the whole start ending, we just saw it all just there, and it was it was a good experience. Um, people aren't that happy about Rise of the Skywalker, and I don't know why. It that's tied what, everything together. In retrospect, mm -hmm. I think I really enjoyed it. I thought it tied, as you say. There's a lot of kind of narrative threads that began. This is like a 50-year-old story that's being told. It's, and there's a lot of things that come all the way from those original films that are addressed in this one, like Ray and her, her entire storyline is, who is Ray? Who are her parents? Big uh, reveal in this film that Palpatine is her grandfather. Mm -hmm. But unlike Darth Vader mm -hmm. in uh, the original films, he drops the big bomb that, Luke, I am your father, and Luke's like, no! <laughs> and it, like, rocks his... It changes his whole <laughs> equilibrium. Ray basically fights that and says, it doesn't matter what's running through my veins, I still have the capability to tap into the good side of the Force. <clears throat> then you've got Kylo, who's got good, strong Skywalker blood running through his, his veins, but he finds himself drawn to the dark side of the Force, and it's the battle of Rey and Kylo and their personal struggles and how... Oh, it's very compelling. Before... Carry on. Do you think there's going to be another trilogy? It seems crazy to say that there's never going to be another Star Wars trilogy. Like, definitely, they'll be like... I don't know how... I know that... I think they're going to focus on television at the moment. They've got The Mandalorian, and... I think there'll be more tele... And then there's, there's talk of, like, Obi-Wan films and more, like, spin-off... Spin-off films, yeah, mm -hmm. expanding the universe, because... Part of what happened when Disney <clears throat> bought Star Wars is they cut off all all the Star Wars novels, all the like expanded universe stuff from when George Lucas was in control was like dropped, and all that is now canon is the Clone Wars and the original films. I think, and it will be interesting to see now this tril the, the Skywalker stories wrapped up how they expand this universe and. You know, are they going to bring old elements from the old expanded universe back in and make it work for them? What are they going to do with it? What do you think? If I say, like you just said, like <clears throat> they will sort of do loads of spin-offs, but I feel like they're going to take the same amount of time that they took for these this trilogy to come out. So like it from like this, fifteen years. Yeah, that's was, like the general gap between mm -hmm. the films. That's what they will do with this trilogy again, mm. but it may be like a lot longer. It may be like fifty years or like thirty years. It'll, It'll be, be crazy. We're never going to see the actors from the original films play those characters again. Like Harrison Ford, obviously, Carrie Fisher's. No, rest in peace. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think we're going to see Mark Hamill play Luke Skywalker again. No. Stuff like that. It'll um, be a Ray story then. Yeah. 
because this is like the end of the Skywalker story. Mm -hmm. But I quite I quite enjoyed watching how they both like came up from knowing where they come from. Like they 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 felt like more. They felt less angry at the world. In what? In the, the new Rise of the Skywalker? Yeah. Yeah, they've kind of balanced... Because it, it was interesting seeing The Force Awakens again, because, like, Kylo's really unbalanced. He's, like, constantly, like, destroying consoles and, <laughs> like, the ships and stuff and, like, throwing tantrums. Yeah, that's it. Like a baby. And he's we, just... He had this, like, emo thing going on, like an unbalanced, like, teen mm -hmm. that's in, like, going through, like, puberty, <laughs> basically, and... He seems, as you, yeah, as you say, more balanced in, in this one. They both are as people. They're not as, like, uh, bipolar. <laughs> like, he's definitely a bit bipolar. A little bit. Mm. But then, obviously, as this film goes through it, it's just like... They both just realised, damn, we've got... We've got to get our shit together and realise what we want. Learn how to use their abilities mm -hmm. for good. That's mm -hmm. like what they're both going through. I love kind of looking at how the Force has changed throughout the three trilogies. Because... In what way? Well, in the first, first trilogy, the Force is like a superpower that like, only certain individuals wield and it gives them like a godlike status in society. Like, Obi-Wan in A New Hope is... Like, that bit where he's like, these are not the droids you're looking for. And he... Does that like <laughs> magic. That's, yeah, that's what I mean, it's like magic. Like, <laughs> no one knows how he does it. Then, in the prequel trilogy, <clears throat> it kind of gets expanded upon a bit that the Force is part of midichlorians that are in the air, and you breathe them in, and they're in, in your bloodstream, and you can tap into it like that. So that opens up, like... You see, like, Jedi training and how kids, you know, the younglings, and there's, like, a process to learning to use the Force. I will... The, like, the fans were not happy about the fact that the Force was becoming less... They, like... The, the fans of the original trilogy liked it being, like, a superpower. A fantasy sort of thing. So then in this newest trilogy, it's really been opened up that anyone is Force-sensitive. And, like, even um, Finn... He's, like, constantly throughout Rise of the Skywalker trying to tell Rey that he's also, like, Force-sensitive. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And he's, like, feeling it. There's a bit where Poe's, like, how do you know what she's going through? And he's, like, I feel it, or something like that. I know what she's going I through. I didn't catch that. Yeah, well, it's kind of... I've heard that... We've not spoke about this, but... That there was a lot of Disney meddling with this film as to what J.J. Abrams originally wanted it to be. What did they do? Well, apparently, like... I don't, this is all, like, hearsay, unconfirmed stuff that I've just read online, but I've heard that, like, the, the kiss between Kylo and Rey was, like, forced in. J.J. didn't want that in the film. I've heard that, like, the... <clears throat> it was meant to be, like, over, th like, a three-hour film, I think, as well. And they cut it yeah, to... Yeah, they, they cut it to... It's, 220. 
220. Yeah. But the, the whole thing of uh, Finn being Force-sensitive was meant to be more... Because it's kind of, like, played off as, like, he's kind of in love with her. That was the vibe I got throughout the film. That's that bit when yeah. they're dying and sinking, and he's like, I've got something to tell you. And you think... Well, him, I thought he was going to say, I oh, love you. Yeah, yeah. But then there's the whole Kylo thing going on, so that is, like, a confusing... How many people are in love with Ray? <laughs> well, I've, I don't think Kylo really knows about... Well, he does know about Finn because he fought him, mm. but... Well, there's not a group chat, yeah, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... But it makes sense that he'd be saying, because um, he has that conversation with Poe, saying that he understands what she's going mm. through. So I think it is, like, hinted at that he's Force-sensitive, which, in The Last Jedi, there's that whole bit with all the kids on that world with the gambling planet with the high society and there's all those children and at the end one of them like grabs a broom using the force so like anyone can use the force and then i take into account the fact that these are like the biggest films in the world they've got loads of money being piled into them and children watch these films are like for children and that's a pretty good message versus oh no there's only like gods godlike beings that can like use this great power. Everyone wants to imagine they've got a superpower. That's right, It's yeah. fun, it inspires people. Mm -hmm. But in the, if you're going off the logic of the original trilogy, it's like, oh, you have to be like an ancient master to master the Force. But yeah. by the time we're at these new films, it's like, nah, anyone. Anyone. You've just got to believe in yourself, man. <laughs> it's very Disney. Wouldn't you wish upon a star? I think kids need a bit of that, you know, else they grow up to be, like, uh, dead inside. You think so? Like, you're <laughs> dead. Like, no, I'm not pure dead. But you know what I mean? Like, a, a little bit of whimsy, a little bit of, like, inspiration. I mm -hmm. think it goes a long way when you're a kid. You can't think it could all be, be real, because there's, there's people out there who think purely real, and then they do some very stupid stuff mm. in public, mm. and people catch... Like videos of this. Yeah. So you can't believe it too much. So you gotta just put the little bit of magic in there. Yeah, you just gotta make sure the young people of the world are inspired. I think. That's like a. If I was like in charge of Star Wars <laughs> and what it like uh, was doing as a franchise, that's probably something I'd take into account, I feel like, the minds of the people that you're selling the film to and how it's affecting them on a day-to-day. -day. What did you think about that scene with, like, when Palpatine or, like, cloning... Um, Snokes. Snokes. Well, that whole kind of setup that he had going on, I thought that the fleet of ships looked silly. <laughs> the endless rolling horizon of star Shit. destroy, planet destroys. That was like, I don't know, just silly. <laughs> but the little caveat going on in the cool is very interesting. And I kind of like the idea that like that wasn't actually like Palpatine, it was like the Sith like manifested as a being. Like, because he represents like, he's the emperor of it all and he's the biggest, baddest villain that Star Wars has like ever seen. Um, so for him to come back, it's very, like, symbolic. And he kind of says at one point, I think, something to the effect 
like I am every single Sith soul <clears throat> that has ever existed. Yeah, because they all got so much hate that is manifested into in him. Yeah, in and one person. With that, like, he was attached to that, like, machine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you ever seen the Scooby-Doo film? Like, the real-life Scooby-Doo film? No. you never seen it? No. There's a bit where, um... <laughs> we need to watch that film. There's a bit... <laughs> I don't know why, Ooh. but they decided to make a film, a real-life film, where they CGI Scooby-Doo in. And it was made in the early 2000s, and it's... It's ridiculous, but there's a bit where there's Scrappy Doo's turned into this massive monster, <laughs> and he's got this thing attached to his chest, and uh, a crane grabs him and like moves him around like Palpatine in the Rise of the Sky. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of when I was watching that film. Uh, Scrappy Doo. That, we gotta watch that. Cause that sounds interesting. Oh, and they were gonna make it like a 15. And what did they make it? It ended up being a PG, but there's still like a few like X-rated jokes in there, like. At the beginning, Mystery and the gang split up because they all have, like, the ego problems. <laughs> They're trying to, like, Fred's like, I do all the work, and Velma's like, well, I come up with a plan, and Daphne's like, well, I get captured all the time, and that distracts the monster, and they're like, no, 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 I do all Shaggy and Scuba, like, chill out, guys, it's all going to be fine. <laughs> then they all split up, and... Um, Midway, and then, then it cuts, and it says, like, one year later, and the song, pass the duchy to the left-hand side, starts playing, and it cuts to the mystery machine, with, like, smoke coming out the top. But then it cuts inside, and they're, like, cooking in there. <laughs> but, like, little things like that, and you're like, oh, I can see how they've, like, sweetened this script up to not make it. There's a Shaggy meets a girl at one point, and her name's Mary Jane, and he's like, that's my favourite name. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds hilarious. I mean, it's a stupid decision why they, why they decided to make that film. I'm very glad they did. And Mr. Bean is the enemy in the film. Mr. Bean? The man who plays Mr. Bean is the bad guy in that film, yeah. Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> a good film. Let's watch it. You but... You can stop moving. Sorry. <laughs> Affecting the setup. I, the structural uh... integrity of our... Barebone setup. No worries. It was interesting, back to Star Wars, away from Scooby Doo. It was interesting seeing The Last Jedi in comparison to the two films that JJ's made. Why? Because it is different. I still love it. It's like my favourite Star Wars film. The Last Jedi? Yeah, yeah. It's very good, I think. I feel like The Rise of the, Rise of the Skywalker is better. Yeah. I love it. It was really good. I'd maybe need a second viewing when it comes to home yeah. media, streaming sites. I'd probably give it another watch. But it, um... Let's watch it together. <laughs> like we do every film. Yeah, <laughs> every film. Um, the fucking Last Jedi, as I was saying, I thought, did you think it stood out compared to the other two films? Because I feel like Rise of the Skywalker and Force Awakens are very, like, noticeably made by the same person. But you don't think The Last Jedi is? It's not made by the same person. It's made by a different director. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's why, like, everyone hated it. Because he did a load of stuff that, like, they don't consider to have a place in Star Wars. Everyone's angry that Luke was milking that big tit on the island for milk. <laughs> stuff like that. 
He's trying to get something for the drink. Well, that's what I mean. I thought it was quite like he's living the rural lifestyle on that island. Yeah. Like he's been... He's surviving. That's what I mean. That's... Yeah, he doesn't... If there was other food on offer, I'm sure he would eat it. But all he's got is that milk. And the animal see like he looks the animal in the eye, it's a fine situation. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand the beef. Yeah, me neither. Because he has a, all them uh, people that take care of the, the villages. Yeah, there's all like, caretakers of the yeah. island. I just love like a training montage. I almost felt like an 80s movie. Like Ray's train he has to like Ray has to win over the tough uh, teacher who's like seen it all he's trained them all and he's been scorned every time and he mm. won't train again and he has to like she has to win him over like Hercules the Disney film mm -hmm. <laughs> it had that vibe to it and I love that you see the culmination of that in the rise of the Skywalker with Ray like it begins and she's floating in midair with surrounded by contact trying to contact the Jedi uh, that is such a sick scene like it's so good. It's the culmination of her mm -hmm. training. I was just like enjoying it quite well. I couldn't, I couldn't figure out like why she, like she tapped into it with Kylo all the time, the last Jedi, you know, mm. did she? So like all the time with the. Telekinesis, mm -hmm. seeing each other's location and stuff. But then you find out that that's been done by Palpatine. It does get a little messy, actually, doesn't it? With mm -hmm. like all, all of that. He set the whole thing up. I forgot about that. But I suppose that it all leads into him being the final bad guy. Mm -hmm. He was a very strong, like, being within the Force, like. He was... The dark force. Yeah, the dark force. <laughs> it was interesting how we didn't get, like, a physical manifestation of, like, the good side of the force. Like, I feel like maybe Obi-Wan would turn up or something like that. Yeah, that would have been... Oh, that would have been... Obviously, we got... There was the voices. We heard, like, Anakin, we heard Mace Windu, we heard Obi-Wan, Yoda. But I really wish that's something that happened in Rise of the Skywalker. We saw someone. You Hay see... Hayden Christensen playing Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> you see the... Um, uh, Harrison Ford comes back to Kylo to be like... That was son. good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that, that was a great scene. I was like... Seeing him again. Mm, just teaching him to be a good person. Yeah. And... Because Han, it's interesting... In the original films, like Han was very like anti-force. Mm -hmm. He was like, well, not anti, but it was just grounded in reality. He was like, nah, that ain't real. He's got through life based on like his ability to duck and weave through situations. So he puts a lot of <clears throat> stock in his own ability. So to believe in something other wasn't in his nature. Yeah, yeah. But the first thing he says in The Force Awakens is all that stuff, the force, it's all real, all of it. Because now he believes it. And by the time it's Rise of the Skywalker, he's appearing as a Force ghost. Like, he's, he's part of it. So it's... Or maybe, maybe I'm wrong about what a Force ghost is. Maybe they, the Force ghosts have to have the blue, weird, hologram-tinged look to them. 
like at the end of um, the Last Jedi. No, you seen at the end of yeah, Last Jedi does it. I was going to say at the end of Return of um, Return of the Jedi. Obi Wan appears with Yoda and Anakin as Force ghosts, but they're like holograms. But then, yeah, Luke does appear in the Last Jedi as a. But that's like an astral projection. <laughs> it's like a different deal because he's still alive. But then he does, he does come back to see Ray, doesn't he? Yeah, and he wasn't blue. Was he blue? I think it was blue. Was Yoda blue? Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Mm. I don't think he was. That's something we're gonna have to look up. The nature of Han Solo's appearance in Rise of the Skywalker. <laughs> Is he connected to the? It does get messy. I see why the fans get angry at these like questions that get left open. But that's why there's books. I was just about to say it will be answered in a very or, small paragraph or some book somewhere that you have yeah. to go and buy. But that's the Disney way. You've got to buy the whole deal. Whole deal, yeah. Oh. That's... It's good. I mean, I feel we're in 2020 now. Star Wars is in a new phase. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's a weird time to be living in. Mm -hmm. The thing that began with our my, my parents' generation is now tied up neatly yeah. in a boat. Let's see what the where, future holds. Where are they going to take it? Where are they going to take it? They could, do, they could do a lot with Finn and Ray. Ray and Poe. BB-8 and the gang. Yeah, they could. Like, I feel like they, they could teach him the Force a lot. There's just loads of possibilities, though. Oh, I can't wait. Will we see Ray again? That is interesting. What do you love? I don't know. You just said you love something. No, I said... I don't remember what I said. This is dead air. <laughs> what have you done? What are we doing in 2020? Well, hopefully I'm moving. Into Leicester? Into Leicester, yeah. And you're going to get a job? Need to get a job first. And then... Because Martin lives, like, a, a way away. Just that direction over there somewhere. And it takes a lot of time coming back and forward so mm -hmm. that's going to be happening and that will speed up the production of things over here um, we've got the website we've got music coming I'm chipping away at that more videos more videos yeah it's going to be an exciting year happy new year everybody happy new year hit us up on all the socials MIP LTD Instagram Martin Diverge Episode 8. Episode 8. Over and out. See ya.